Are you tired of the blind leading the blind? Are you ready to escape the nine to five grind and build a life that truly makes you happy? Are you ready to build generational wealth for you and your family? If any of this sounds like you, then breathe easy because you are exactly where you need to be right now. A wise man once said, when the student is ready, the teacher shall appear. So have faith in what I said and follow the path. My name is Khadija LaShawn and I am the black guidance counselor that my community needs. I'm a strategic investor and CEO. I make money in my sleep and I teach others how to do the same. I share my knowledge, talents, and resources with others. So if you're in need of that motivation or courage to start following your own path, look no further. My intention is to share as much value with you all as possible and to show you that there are many different paths to happiness and many different paths to wealth. You just have to find the one that's right for you. Welcome to today's episode of the Black Creator Podcast. My name is Khadija LaShawn, also known as your Black Guidance Counselor. I'm here to guide you to the resources that you need. Today I have with me Miss Antoinette. She is a social media marketer as well as a content creator. Um, Antoinette, how are you doing today? I'm doing great. How are you? I'm doing good. I'm doing very good. Um, I am going to run into the questions and just get started right away. Is that a cool? Is that cool with you? Girl, let's do it. Okay. All right, cool. All right. So if anybody, if you could describe yourself to this world, who are you? Mm-hmm. Who am I? We'll mm-hmm. see. I'm a mother, of course, um, to a beautiful little girl. Um, and I'm a creative. You know, I really like to stand into that and not just on social media, but just in life. I'm always thinking of different ways to do things, to come up with different things. I like to work with my hands. So I definitely say a mother, a creator, and somebody who just wants to enjoy life. If I have to give an overview, um, professionally, of course, you know, content creator, digital marketer, virtual assistant, um, branding specialist. I like to help small businesses solidify their brand, identify their target audience so that they can grow their business. Um, I'm really big on entrepreneurship and ownership. So I think it's really important in order for people to do that, to really have a strong brand so that their business can be successful. So that's more of the professional who I am, but me as a person, mother, creative. Okay. Um, How, how many kids do you have? Just one. Just one? Uh, Mm -hmm. Daughter, daughter. son? Daughter? Daughter, yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, Let me ask you this. Uh, You had mentioned that you are big, just now you mentioned that you're big on ownership and entrepreneurship um what has your journey been like how did you get into entrepreneurship and ownership and um what made you start that journey sure so it's funny because never really would have thought this would be the path that I went down my educational background is in broadcast journalism and the whole time through college I just knew I wanted to be a news anchor I wanted to either work for CNN um I wanted to be on there on the field reporting on the facts But I ended up getting pregnant my senior year. And if you know anything about news when you're just getting started, when you're entry level, you know, you have to work the late hours, the early hours, and they work you to the bone. And Mm -hmm. I remember going into my interview, I think I might have been four or five months pregnant at a local news station here. And when they told me the hours and I realized it was part time and I'll have to work, I'm like, okay, this trajectory that I had set out for my life isn't going to work I'm going to have to pivot so to make a long story less long I went from wanting to be you know a news anchor journalist to then figuring out okay I like social media uh this was back in 2015 Mm -hmm. um I was really into the digital space on like online Instagram all of that um so I tried to get a job doing that couldn't (laughs) I didn't have any experience Mm-hmm. So it was really hard for me to find a job. So I took a position as a um, administrative assistant at a subprime car loan place. 
So people are getting their cars repoed. They're talking to me. I'm taking payments. I'm doing that. And then one day a guy came in. um, He was one of the dealership owners because I would always hand them their checks. And he was telling me what he needed. And I was like, I could do that. So I ended up quitting my job and working for him. And that was kind of like my intro into social media and getting all that experience. So from there, um, I got other jobs in social media, marketing, more so kind of networking and, you know, leveraging my skills to, or was it last year? Yeah, last year, 2020, um, I got what I thought was like my dream kind of corporate social media marketing job. Mm. so excited I love the industry CBD industry I thought it was you know really cool yeah um doing marketing email campaigns like and I was the point person you know leading a lot of it um but I realized you know what I don't know if this is for me I don't know if I really feel valued you know I I feel Mm -hmm. like I'm working really hard but I'm not we're gonna keep it real I'm not seeing the the money the dollar exactly I know (laughs) And by that time, I had five years in the industry and I felt like, okay, I paid my dues. You know, I'm not right out of college anymore. I have experience. Pay me my money. Mm-hmm. Um, but they weren't. So I was like, okay, let me figure out how I can start to freelance. So I started freelancing. And once I started freelancing, my um, sorority sister started a virtual assisting business. And she hired me off with her agency. And then from there, I worked for the virtual assisting agency as a virtual assistant. And then I did my regular nine to five. And I, I was such one. I can't even believe that I did both jobs at the same time. Um, scheduling posts, working on my phone, working on my laptop at work until I got to a point where I could just say peace out to that job and be a full-time work for myself, virtual assistant, and really get into social media and be able to be the creative that I want. So that's kind of my journey into entrepreneurship never thought that I would be here but I'm happy that I'm here now that's good that's very good that's important too because like I've noticed for um like taking that leap it's like that realization like okay there's like a cap to how much money I can make here you know I don't want that cap you know I don't want to be prevented from like this is how much money you're ever going to be able to make in general you know and with taxes involved too, you all all getting a, t- a cut with that too, being like nine to five versus being a, a self-employed individual. You know what I mean? Absolutely. And then on top of that, having to pay for daycare. Like I remember the first year I paid a full daycare, you get your tax return for it. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I paid $7,000. Wow. In daycare. And I realized that like, okay, any job that I get, I'm gonna have to subtract $7,000 for my annual salary to mm-hmm. pay for childcare. So I was like, once I realized that, I was like, okay, I got to figure out some type of work from home situation because I can't do that. Yeah, no, I completely understand. It's that it's putting family first too, you know? Absolutely, absolutely. Um, I wanted to ask you, so you had mentioned that you were interested in broadcasting. You kind of took a transition. You did administrative assisting. You did virtual assisting and you, um, you're now like on your own, doing it on your own. So I guess my question to mm-hmm. you is for anybody watching who doesn't know, what does a virtual assistant do? Okay, so I love that you asked that. People ask me that all the time. And a virtual assistant really can do anything. I always tell people, if you can figure out how to leverage your skills and monetize them, there is somebody out there who's looking for a virtual assistant like you. Um, my specialty and background is in marketing. So a lot of my clients, I do, you know, their email marketing, social media marketing. Um, I'll either run their social media and that can be creating content, posting, writing captions, you know, that whole social manager position. Um, I also have a client where I do more clerical work. So I'll check his emails, book his flights, pay his invoices, do research. Um, but literally as a virtual assistant, you can do anything. I had a consultation with somebody and they were um their business owner and they're going back to school and they wanted somebody to do research for them so Mm -hmm. if you are somebody who has you know you were in school or you know what going through you know your master's is like and all the research that you have to do they just wanted somebody who could find articles write blurbs on them and then just organize their study materials so as a virtual assistant you can literally do anything it's just all about figuring out 
the people who need your skills and then marketing yourself to them. Okay. Okay. Look at you. That's really good. That's impressive. That's very impressive. And I feel like the fact that you can combine all the skills too, that's pretty cool too. Cause maybe you're like a person who only like specializes in one type of thing, but that kind of encourages mm-hmm. you to expand your skills too. So that's cool. It does. It does. So, um, what was your childhood like? What was your family like growing up? Um, what kind of things, what were you like as a child? And like, how has that had to change <laughs> as an adult? What was I like as a child? So I'm originally from North Carolina. I grew up with my mom, my dad, and my sister. Um, growing up was fun. I had a really good childhood. My mom was a stay-at-home mom. So, mm-hmm. and when I say stay-at-home, I mean, greet you at the end of the driveway with the juice box and the snack. Aww. Like over the summer, we would do like very hands-on, like Monday, we were at the library. Tuesday, we would go to the park. Wednesday, children's museum, like great mom. So I had a really good childhood. Um, if I were to describe myself as a child, definitely somebody who wanted to be the center of attention, somebody mm. who was never really shy. I moved around a lot. So I always had to make new friends. Um, so outgoing and probably very talkative. I love to talk to people. Okay. So like that really hasn't to. changed, I guess. See, we right here then. Yeah. <laughs> but I don't really think much has changed. I think I'm definitely more mature, but still like to talk to people, make new friends, be outgoing. Mm-hmm. That's good. That's good. I think for me, I wasn't always talkative, but now I like, once I started having to become talkative, I just like, kind of adapted to it but um okay so you kind of told me what your journey has been like as an entrepreneur was there a time that you've ever almost given up on your journey girl yes yes (laughs) yes like so it was really difficult for me to make that or I guess have that realization that I wasn't going to get into journalism right so I realized I wanted to be a journalist freshman year of high school. I wrote for my school newspaper. Mm-hmm. So I always knew I did job shadows. I went to journalism camp. Like I knew I wanted to be a journalist. I enjoyed undergrad, all of that. Like I enjoyed the experience. I really wanted to do that. And I think I put so much into that. I made that my identity that when that didn't work out, it was hard. Yeah, you didn't know who you <laughs> it were. It was really hard. Mm-hmm. exactly and then having a baby having to deal with postpartum depression after that and not being able to find a job and it was it was hard it was very very difficult for me um I wanted to quit a lot you know and I'll say probably wasn't until recently in the last two years to where I really felt like okay this is not exactly how I planned my life to be but I'm happy and I and I and I've accepted this and I realized that things might not go as you plan but your plan might not be the best thing for you you know Mm -hmm. because you don't have all the information there you go you don't have all the information you don't know what you don't know until you know it so I tell I tell people this all the time like I I thought I was going to be a realtor you know like okay pre-pandemic I was really pursuing my realtor like license and it was like the day of my test was the day that we found out everything shut down so it was just like oh god gotta re 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 right, i had quit my job for that you know i had like quit my job to pursue real estate full time like, i was like okay this is what i'm doing <laughs> i had to figure it out oh wow like, yeah you I had really to figure, had to i really had to figure it out mm-hmm. yes so you know like it can be you put so much into this idea for it to completely turn upside down and you're just kind of like stuck and you quit your job. So I know it was almost like, what do you do now? Yeah, like seriously. So I think I think you're right as far as like sometimes you don't you don't know exactly what you're going to be doing, but you know what feeling you want to have. Like, you know that you exactly. want to be around family. You know that you want to have a life balance with your work. You don't want to feel like you're only working and you're not giving your family time and stuff like that. So I completely understand. I completely understand. Okay. Um, Are you full-time with this uh, business? Are you uh, still doing it as a side hustle? No, it's my full-time. I left my nine to five 
in March okay. uh, this year. So okay. I started virtual assisting September 2020. And then, yeah, I quit in March 2021. So wow. full entrepreneurship. That's good. You took the leap. I did. And I, I did transition. Like I didn't just jump. And I never, ever suggest people to just jump out there, you know, definitely have a plan. But mm-hmm. for me, it was something that I realized, you know what? I'm going to keep going back and forth. I'm not going to be able to put 100% into one. Mm-hmm. And I don't want to put 100% over here. So <laughs> let me go ahead and jump out and bet on myself. I completely understand. That makes sense. Are you on a spiritual journey? Girl, yes. Yes. (laughs) Yes. I always say I'm stepping into my grown woman, you know, I'm almost 30. Um, and I feel like I'm confident who I am. I'm loving myself. I'm realizing what really taking care of yourself is right. Self-care past just, you know, getting your nails done and things like that, which I think is definitely self-care, but doing a lot of the inside work as well. Um, I want to get to a point where, well, I'll just share my issue or not my issue, but one thing that I really want to focus on and that my thing that I'm focusing on in 2022 is consistency. Mm -hmm. So I'm on this journey of keeping it going regardless of what happens, regardless if it's a setback, if I feel like um, something kind of ticked me off for the day, brushing that off and get back up just keep getting back up Mm -hmm. again I got you absolutely that makes complete sense that's smart too because I feel like that's something you you need you definitely need especially I was I was talking about this in a different interview but um something is like I try to tell people too as an entrepreneur is whatever you're doing to bring the cash flow in keep doing that like do that consistently before you try to do all this other stuff because If the cash flow is not coming in, how are you going to pay for your bills? Like, how are you going to take exactly. care of yourself? So I definitely agree there. Consistency is so important. Mm-hmm. Um, do you see what, like, when you say you're on a spiritual journey, is there anything like that was revealed to you during your journey? Anything that um, you realized or anything, any messages that have been coming your way? Um, probably that kind of like I said, I noticed that I would let something as small as like me being a little bit late or maybe something not turning out the way that I wanted it to go completely stop me in my tracks. Mm -mm. And I want to, I realized that I can't, I can't do that. I have too many great things to do. You know what I mean? Yeah. (laughs) Too much stuff that I'm trying to accomplish to let something so small during my day throw me completely off. So my thing is just, I have to keep going. I have to keep, keep moving. And I can't sit down and stay down when something, you know, knocks me down. Yeah, that makes sense. Has there been a time where it was like, things could have gone so bad and like somehow, some way it just worked out? Like God pulled you through? So many times. <laughs> yeah. Like, especially, yes. I'm sure, especially during your journey. Um, like when you started taking the leap because well just tell me a little bit more about like one time that it was just like oh my gosh I don't know how but like somehow that light probably I'll probably say so when I was working my nine to five long story short I had a bonus structure but I could never get a meeting with my manager to like set out my KPIs and I'm like I need to get paid. Y'all promised me this money, but I can't get a bonus if I don't know, you know, what, what my goals are. Mm-hmm. So we kept having back and forth meetings, kept getting pushed back. And then my car dies <laughs> and I had my car for like, let's see, I got my car since I was, I got it when I was like 15 and a half. Mm-hmm. Uh, and at the time, I think I was 25, 26. So I had this car for 10 years. Right. So <laughs> it dies. And I'm like, I just took this new job right promise more money so that I can good to this new job but they're not giving them my money so I um I reached out to my aunt and I have a really good family support system and I'm so blessed for that and she works in HR works in corporate and she helped me like basically figure out how to fend for myself or fight for myself you know in a Mm -hmm. corporate space to get what I deserve to really make me see that like no you do a good job 
you don't need to have imposter syndrome, right? Yeah, like yeah. you're you're deserving of this. This is how you ask for it, get it. And I pled my case. I was firm and I ended up finally getting my bonus. Um, ended up getting a blessing on top of my bonus. We'll say That's that. Good. That's I was able good. to get my new car. Okay. So, yeah that's a turnaround <laughs> that's okay. that's that's right on time that sounds like that sounds like a miracle to me yes but the biggest thing that I learned in that was advocating for myself right and not being afraid to speak up for myself and flex my skills because of course it's important to be humble but you don't want to dim your light and I figured out through my journey that a lot of times I do my light and I don't need to do that you don't you really don't you charge your worth, you know? Exactly. Let me ask you. Um, okay, so what qualities, what qualities or characteristics within yourself that you had to build on to be successful? Uh confidence. So as you know, you know, being on social media, uh so many outside factors that you can end up comparing yourself to um especially as a content creator you know we're judged on what we create so and you know like Erica Badu said I'm an artist and I'm sensitive about you know your shit (laughs) I got you so really being confident in what I produce and knowing that even if outside people don't have the reaction that I feel like that they should have that doesn't mean that what I'm producing is bad right it just means that the right people haven't seen it yet Mm -hmm. so Confidence probably is one of the biggest things because I realized that without confidence, that's what stopped me from keep keeping it going, right? I might not get the reaction that I want, so I stop. And I realized I can't do that. Like I said, I got too many great things to do to be doubting myself and not having confidence. That's important. Is there uh was there any other qualities that you had to work on? Um that and the consistency part, right? Just mm-hmm. keeping it going and being disciplined. I think that's a really big part of entrepreneurship that people, well, I think people who are in entrepreneurship know, but if you're on the outside looking in, you know, you see more of the flashy stuff and you don't really realize how much it really is just doing it when you don't want to do it, doing it when you're tired, doing the hard part, figuring out how to do things um, and just staying at it. That makes sense. It makes complete sense. Well, let me just ask you this. What's one of the biggest lessons that you've learned either as an entrepreneur or in life? Biggest lessons. You know what? One thing I'll say and I think this is an entrepreneurship, but I feel like it can apply to life in general from seeing um, other successful entrepreneurs, whether they be clients or friends or whatever, to just do it, to start, you know, put action behind the things that you want to do. Don't always talk about it so much. Just jump right in and do it because a lot of the times you'll waste a lot of time thinking about it, figuring out a plan, coming up with all the things that could happen. Just do it. Action that's probably that would probably be it I think that is a major key right there that right there taking action because people will get stuck in their head like you said even I I get stuck in my head this whole podcast thing was supposed to happen months ago you know so I just I'm I'm putting myself out there like you're right like you're completely right you do have to take action whatever vision that you see um and whatever thing that you want to pursue you should just just go for it you have to and then as you keep going, you can make tweaks, you know, figure mm-hmm. things out, but just start. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, do you believe in the law of attraction or manifestation? Yes. And that's something that I'll be honest, before I felt like it was, I didn't understand it. Pokey pokey, like the, <laughs> just like all this random stuff. Yeah, I understand. I, can't, I was like, mm, I don't know about that, but really your thoughts what is it your thoughts become your words your words become your actions and that is so important you really do have to believe that you can do something not limit yourself um I my sorority sister who um started the virtual assisting business has really opened my eyes and how you can really limit yourself but you can't do that like you have to 
see things, realize that where you are doesn't have to be the end. You can achieve anything. So yeah, I do believe manifestation um, and, and having the right mindset. It's all about your mindset. Absolutely. I'm sure you manifested uh, your virtual assistant, like being able to quit your job and pursue that. I'm sure that yes. was a part of belief too. Like if you didn't believe, you know, you wouldn't be here right now. You would still be at that job. I, that was the biggest part. Like, and I think that's it. A lot of people don't start things or do different things because they don't believe that they can do it. They think that where they are, that's the best thing that they can achieve. And it's like, no, baby, you can do more. There's always more. There's always more. Always. Um, okay. Uh, who are some of your role models in life? You know who somebody I really do look up to? And I'm <laughs> talking about her. But my my sorority sister Aww. who did the virtual assisting business, like, cause she really was so transparent with me while she was starting her business. You know, always encouraged me, brought me along with her. Will always bring me opportunities. Um, multiple clients, like, really looked out for me and helped me start my own business. So definitely definitely her I would have to say Annalisa so that's her name okay Annalisa like uh like Annalise Keaton <laughs> <laughs> I'm not comparing her to her I'm just saying I like the the name yeah um okay uh you have mentioned you briefly briefly touched on the ownership aspect of it do you have you acquired any assets yet no in the process so what I'm doing I do well you can speak it, speak it into existence. That's that's what you do. Thank mm-hmm. you. My mm-hmm. goal is I do want to get into real estate. So right now I'm working on growing my business um, and doing that. But that is something that I would like to get into is, is real estate. I do, you know, invest in the stock market and things like that. But I would really like to buy a property um, and get into real estate. That's something I'd like to do. So do you own your home yet? No, I don't. So would you would you ever consider like owning a property and like running out? Yes. Yeah, so I would or... a multifamily unit to where okay. I can live one side um, and then rent out the other side and then eventually leave and then rent out both sides. Absolutely. Uh, so that would be my goal. So I can just get that monthly income every month. Um, you, you follow Doug Dep- Deputy or Deputy or... I forgot his name. Um, there's there's a couple of people I want to tell you about real quick before I forget. Because uh, there's a couple of people who, there's this guy, I saw his video about um, multifamily. And he was just saying how like, I'm going to send it to you. He, okay. what, I'm going to just tell you and tell everybody who's listening that um, there is a way, like you said, to get a multifamily unit, maybe a duplex, a triplex, whatever you want to call it. And, um, but he was saying that in order to qualify for more money, what you could do is when you put, I don't know exactly the technical everything, but just the idea, the idea is that you are going to say how much you're going to make off of those two units a month. Mm -hmm. Um, and you're going to include that in your income. So the potential income, the potential rent money could qualify Mm -hmm. you for more income to get you a larger loan. You know, instead of like the uh, the regular, oh, I qualify for 250K or 300K, like you could qualify for more if you tell them what your intention is. Your intention is to run it out. So that's why I want to connect you with that guy that I was telling you about, because he has like courses and stuff on on those things, you know? Yeah. Um, let me see if I can find it. Jo- Julian Gordon. You ever heard of him? Let me see. I follow a lot of people. Let me see. You say Julian Gordon. I'm going to share the profile with you. Thank you. No problem. But there was a video he had said, like, I was just like, my eyes were open. I was just like, he was like, he was like, it's easier to get into a multi-family unit than it is to get into a single family home. And I was just like, what do you mean? What do you mean? I thought, I thought it was the opposite, you know? So, so it's a mindset shift. So that's why I say tune into him. Look at his free content, figure out if you want to invest in his course or not. Julian Gordon, for anybody who's listening, but he, from what his profile said, he's Mr. Multifamily. He has 
238 students who closed on $59 million of real estate. So I, he owns 40 units and he's an investor in four funds. He's the author of Rich and Right. Just check him out. Okay, I, check him out. Because the multifamily thing, I'm not going to lie. I purchased a, a townhome and mm-hmm. I wish I had known about the whole multifamily route. So that's definitely something you you really should consider and um, keep going on that path. Okay, keep going on that path. You said what? I said, I appreciate the knowledge. No problem. No problem at all. Um, Okay, so you want to go the multifamily direction. That's very smart, very secure, very building wealth, generational wealth. Those are the things that we like to talk about. So um, what are some of your favorite places that you have traveled to or places that you would like to travel to in the future? I don't know if I have a favorite place that I've been, but one place I've always wanted to go is France. Okay. Yeah. So right next door with you, I want to go to (laughs) London, (laughs) to England. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. What the? um, I took French in middle school and in high school. I've always loved the culture and. I realized as a virtual assistant, why not try to learn another language and then try to get a client who lives over there? Maybe that's, and you can try. Yeah. Yes. Like, oh, you need me to show up for this? I got you. I got you. Just buy the plane <laughs> ticket and I'll be exactly. right there. So that's something I've always wanted to be and I have, or do, and I have a client now. She lives in the States, but she's from France. So I'm like, look how things are lining up for me to be able to learn this language practice with her and then be able to make this come true so I want to go to France that's one of my my biggest places that I want to travel okay okay that that sounds like a lit trip to me um okay uh all right we're gonna get into some nitty-gritty stuff now so how would you how would you define your wealth mindset Mm. my wealth mindset that's we still on the journey with that because I'll be honest I am a I like to spend right I'll be honest with you I'm one of those people that I like to shop I like to spend my money right um but one thing that I'm trying to do is be more mindful of what I'm spending be more in the not so much in the moment but realize okay we buy this now but what does this look like you know two weeks from now a month from now do we need it can I do it cheaper can I make it can I figure out another way to get this do I need this so for me where I'm at right now it's more so just being mindful of my purchases right if I'm just going to be all the way honest I understand I completely understand. As a chronic spender, I completely understand. You, uh, it's, yes. it's it's very easy to go into that trap and just just keep spending, keep spending, keep spending. And instead of like, you know, investing the money or saving the money, you know, it's so easy to just spend it. That's why mm-hmm. I always suggest people have a plan with every dollar before you spend it. You know, and so that's every right. dollar that comes in, you know where everything is going. Like, already have that set up. You know. Absolutely, because I still would consider myself pretty new in my entrepreneurial journey, seeing as, you know, I just quit back in March. Mm-hmm. So getting this increase of, you know, income so easily, you can look up and realize, like, what do they call it? Um, income inflation, where you make more money, you start spending more money. And then mm-hmm. before you know it, you're right back to where you started. Yeah. So just really trying to be cognitive of that. Well, the biggest step that you've already taken is recognizing that you're in a cycle. Because like a lot of people don't realize it. They're in a hamster wheel. You're just going, 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 but you got to change perspective, you know? So uh, what I was going to say, a little tip for you for mindset too, is try not to say that, try not to say that you're trying to do something say that I am, I, I am saving more. I am, even if you haven't yet, because eventually your actions are going to have to line up because it's conflicting, right? It's like, I am doing this, but then you're like, swipe, 
hold on you know what i mean like so it's instead of saying i'm trying to do this say i am going to cut down on my spending or am you know what i mean like just the try thing is an important distinction i'm glad you brought that up because i've actually had somebody else say that same thing to me okay confirmation yes and he's like stop saying trying say Mm -hmm. you are are so you're right i am in the process of working on my budgeting not trying i'm doing it you are or i am budgeting i am budgeting yes Mm -hmm. (laughs) i am you ever you ever come across somebody on instagram i never met her i'm not laughing at her but i just think the name is funny um she has a name called bitch i'm budgeting no but i need to follow (laughs) you need to follow her I don't I know she's talking about budgeting and financials and stuff like that but her her Instagram name is called bitch I'm budgeting so check her out check her out but um okay um what is a saying or quote that helps motivate you a saying or quote or that you you turn to when you're in a dark space Mm. oh I don't want to be like generic and horny but I'll have to say like just do it I know like the Nike just do it (laughs) just do it for me like because a lot of times I get caught up in my head where I'm thinking about okay before I do this I need to do this I need to write it all down so that I can remember it I need to go get it's like girl I don't know you know what you need to do Mm -hmm. just it so that would be mine okay it's a good one to live by. Um, okay. Um, I think we already did that. We already did that. Okay. I don't have too many more questions left, but uh, what I will say is, um, do you know about like soulmates and sw- twin flames? Yes. Have you have you met your soulmate or your twin flame yet? Um, I don't think so. You don't think so? I understand. I understand. We we all there with you. It's like I ask every person just in case. Like I'm like, well, if you met them, I haven't been able to ask the follow up. Like, how would you? How do you know that that's your twin flame, or how do you know that that's your soulmate? I don't know. I'm I'm on a journey as well. I feel like it's kind of hard to distinguish because you don't know someone until you really know them. But and you're always still getting to know them. But that's a that's an interesting one. Um. Okay, uh, for your virtual assistant position, um, Mm -hmm. your role there, how do you acquire clients and um, what are some tactics that you use to keep the business flowing and going? Sure, so for a majority of my clients now, um, a lot of times, so I have core clients that I work with. I'm not taking any new clients right now just Mm -hmm. because of my workload to capacity but before I get clients from the virtual assisting agency um but a lot of my clients or people that reach out to me now are from social media Uh, people who see my content um like what I do when I first started freelancing the first lady that I um reached out to and we I told her you know my skills and that I could help her business she hired me simply from my fictional Instagram she said I like um I see the quality of work that you post with your videos and all of that I want you to work for me so a lot of my clients and I guess inquiries that I get come from social media you do um is it the reels or is it like what do you feel like the content that performs best on your page um I think it is the reels but I think what catches people's attention is the overall branding mm-hmm. um that's really the specialty is helping people get their look together, you know, on social media so that when people come to their page, they can do a few swipes and kind of already figure out what you're about. Yeah. So I think I do, well, I don't think I do a good job at making sure that when you come to my page, you see, okay, clear quality, high quality photos. Um, you know that I'm going to post these types of posts, these types of posts and those types of posts. And you can get a, a really good idea of me as a person and about, 15 seconds um and I tell people all the time if you're starting your own business on social media or you want to be able to get clients on social media your branding has to be a one so yeah I would say I get a lot of my clients 
probably just because my overall branding that's good that's impressive because that's that shows how far the reach is you know that random people from all over are interested in working with you just because you know your social media is so well put together you know so Mm -hmm. I feel like that's very uh powerful are you considering maybe I know it's a little early your journey but like e-courses and stuff like that to teach other people how to do the same thing yeah, so I do have an e-course. Um, it's a three-day branding workshop. It's called, I have another social media page. It's called Side Hustle to Main Hustle. Okay. And I have beginning entrepreneurs um, really figure out how to start their business while still juggling their nine to five. Because I understand that that can be something that's really difficult. Um, so it's really for people in that stage. And we go over branding. Um, the first day I talk about like, what is a target audience? How do you identify your target audience? Understanding the difference between a demographic and a psychographic and not just knowing that, okay, the people who buy my products are this age, women who live here, but they're also interested in this and this is their pain point and this type of messaging attracts them. Mm -hmm. Um, So in my three-day course, we go over identify your target audience. Once you've identified them, creating content that will speak to them and attract them and then on the third day we go over staying consistent with creating content and how to basically keep up with that so that you don't lose them um so yeah so that's a three-day branding course that I do have um the digital product game I think is something that you got to get in if you're on social media especially if you're a master in your industry um and really knowledgeable about about Mm -hmm. yeah I, I agree I think uh that's something I appreciate too, because I can see that you are good at branding just by looking at your page. So the fact that you have an e-course already, that's really good. I'm glad to hear that. So I'm definitely going to include the link in the description so that anybody who, who hears this interview and wants to work with you can work with you. But I did want to ask you, um, other than the virtual assistants, do you provide like social media? I think you saw a, a, a post way back when you do audits. You still do those? I do audits, yeah. So sometimes I'll do, like, for fun on my story, I'll do, like, what I call 15-second audits, where I'll do a quick 15-second uh, audit of your page. But you can book a session with me, and we'll do a full audit of your social media. Okay. That's very cool. I think that's uh very helpful. I think I might think about uh, eventually when I'm ready. But uh, I definitely feel like an audit could be used on my page, for sure. Um, okay. What is self-care to you? Self-care to me is one, detaching from work. That's something that I have a hard time doing. I'm always, whether it's client work, whether it's work for my own personal, like growing my business or my social media or my other social media page, I'm always tapped into social media. So self-care for me is getting off of the phone, putting that down. and being creative, right? So I love to cook. I love DIY projects. Um, I love interior design. So I made a kitchen table over quarantine. So I do a little bit of woodworking. So mm. those are the things that I like to do. I love to um, go yard sailing, thrifting. You know, I like to sew. So really being able to be creative and kind of detach from technology. Okay. Okay, cool. Um, I agree with you there on the like detaching because it's so easy to like always be on to mm. always just be like scrolling and just checking and investigating like you'll always have something to do you will always have something to do so I think it's important to detach um, okay I have two more questions and then I'm going to ask you my follow- final one um, the first one is what are two to three books or resources that you recommend everybody read and that could be about entrepreneurship it could be about social media it could be about anything but two or three books or resources it could be podcasts it could be anything but what are some things that you recommend people check out and um yeah so I would have to say (laughs) I keep talking about my good sis, but I have to, because she really did help me on my 
my journey. So if you guys want to follow just Annalisa on Instagram, um, she started her vir- or she started a virtual assisting agency that I work with and she put out a, um, it was a, like your start to financial freedom course. Mm-hmm. And I read that and that's when things really kind of clicked for me. Um, seeing how she moved and then knowing her personally and seeing her and her journey and then just how she really emphasizes your mindset how you can do it you can change it there's nothing stopping you so I would definitely tap in with her she has a podcast it's called uh financial flex and she's always posting content about generational wealth and how you can have multiple streams of income um and she just lives a fly lifestyle right so who doesn't want to see that yeah I would definitely say her and all the content that she puts out I would recommend okay all right cool um all right so pretend that you are five years from now where are you five years from now where are you and what do you have what have you what have you obtained at this point five years from now I'd like to be at a point to where all of the work that I do hold on hold on I want you to say it like this Okay, and it's important. Give me together. In five years, I will have, or in five, or you could say it's five years from now, and I am okay. sitting in. You know, you can like do it like that, but okay. affirm it. You're Pretend right. like we're five years from now. Okay, in five years, all of the work that I do will be based off of creative ventures that. I get to kind of be the head person of. So there, I love virtual assisting and I love being able to kind of project manage different tasks. Mm -hmm. So in five years, I want to be able to have a client who's in Europe so that I travel over there. I want to be able to have a client to where I style all of their shoots and I style all their, um, any video anything that they're doing on camera whether they're traveling they have a busy day and set list I want to be able to do that or I'm going to be doing that um I want or I'm going to be directing people's oh go ahead no I was going to say you can say I am now I am okay. like I am directing people or I am you know just say I am I am is so powerful like in your affirmations I am is like the most powerful affirmation like the most powerful start to any affirmation I am Ooh, this like as if as if you're there already you know what I mean because uh, it's like okay and so this is something I recommend that you check out uh the success principles by Jack Canfield it's an audiobook Mm -hmm. um I'll text it to you but it's it's an audiobook or a regular book if you'd like to read it's up to you but um it teaches you how to become successful and the habits of successful people like and it's not like it's not anything crazy like it's it's literally like until until you believe it and truly believe it like believe it like it's happening now and then watch everything start to fall in line watch like people come into your life or or just like obstacles moved out the way like literally watch the the path be laid out for you when you affirm that this is yours you know like that so that's but I was just saying just say I am so you already said you're you're going to you are now styling people okay go ahead go ahead because now I'm in the mindset you're right yeah I am it actually puts you there yeah cool and five years from now I am a creative director Mm. that would be my or that is what I'm going to be doing being Mm -hmm. a creative director whether it's in the capacity of having a one-on-one client whether I'm working with brands I with branding I love the look and feel of things so I love um working with graphic designers, working with people, other visual people to create sets, create event spaces, anything like that. So 
creative directing. That's what I'm going to be doing. Absolutely. I believe you. I believe you that time. Definitely believe you. Uh, what I, I was gonna... Help me out. Yeah, I got you. I got you. With the uh, creative directing. Okay, so I have another question that's not the last question, but with your virtual assistant, is there things that you delegate? Like, are there, do you outsource? Mm-hmm. So I have a client um, and I have virtual assistants that I can outsource like things that I either don't have the time to do or that are more clerical work. So I do have a virtual assistant. When I, or when I started with this client, I checked all of their email accounts. I now have a virtual assistant who checks the email accounts. And then if it's anything that they can't handle, they'll report it to me. And then I have the authority to do refunds, you know, things that's, like that. That's lit. Okay. I love that. That's buying your time, you know, which is important. Um, with that, is that person in the U.S. or are they in a different country? They are overseas. They're overseas? Yeah. They're, yeah. Okay. Virtual assistant who has a virtual assistant. I like that. That's smart. That's very smart because until you take your head off, you know, like until you replicate yourself, you're doing everything. So. Absolutely. I think that's very important. Have you read the four-hour work week? I haven't. One of my clients suggested it to me, though. I haven't read it, but I've read, like, the synopsis, and it sounds like you're kind of, like, already doing some of the things. So definitely check out that, too. Um, What is one last piece of wisdom that you want people to walk away with today? It will probably be, you know, kind of like what I talked about in the beginning things probably aren't going to go the way that you think that they're going to go. You know, life happens, shit happens, things come up, but it's really how you kind of roll with the punches and go, how you react after the catastrophic things that really are going to dictate how your life turns out, right? It's not the catastrophic things that are going to dictate, you know, the things that you can't control. It's the things that you can control. So, if you're out there and you feel like you're either at rock bottom, you feel like things aren't going the way that you want them to go, you're doubting yourself, whatever it is, realize that like that doesn't have to be the end. At any moment, you can decide to get out of that. You can decide to change your mindset, whatever it is. The end is not the end. And I really think people should always remember that at any moment, you can change your direction. Mm. That's powerful. That's very powerful. I want to thank you so much, Antoinette, for coming on to my show. I really, truly appreciate you just taking the time. I know I fucked up. Okay, I didn't even bring this up. My bad. Because <laughs> I didn't ask you about this a long time ago. And then I, I fell off. But I'm glad that we reconnected. And I'm glad that you came on. So I really appreciate you. And um, we will talk soon. We will thank definitely you. talk soon. Stay connected with me, okay? Girl, I will. Thank you so much. You talk. No I am going to you, stay. You and are. Then- <laughs> we are absolutely. All right. And if you come to Maryland, let me know because oh. I'm not gonna lie. Like, I can use your help. You know, I can use your help. But I know that you do have a lot on your plate right now. So I'm just Listen. letting you know. If you, I, I'm putting it out there. If you come to Maryland, let me know. Let Let I- me know for real. Okay. <laughs> Glad to know I got a friend in Maryland. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Where are you? In Kentucky. Kentucky. Wow. Mm-hmm. Kentucky. Are you from there or? I was no? school. Yeah. Okay. Okay. You like it there? I do. I actually do, surprisingly. Okay. Okay, cool. All right. Well, I'm glad to have you on and um, we will keep in touch. Okay. Yes, definitely. Have a good one. You too. Bye. Mm-hmm.